just kidding. Um, man, what a good last year. And so far, what a great this year. You know? Like, we we doing well this year. Lots of things happened last year, and it hurt at points. But then so many good things happened last year, too. But this year, uh, as I'm the new pastor, right, this is the first year I'm starting off, uh, I believe it's good to start our year off with vision. And you'll notice it says N, vision, because N, vision, the word in vision, is literally translated through the root word of N is within, within eyesight, within vision. 2022. We all have been called to be here today. I believe that you're here for a specific purpose, and I just pray that what the Lord has given me will help us grow. And so this morning as I, as I teach and as I preach, I, I just have to say, like, we have all these phrases this year, like, redeem me in 23, right? Like, getting free in 2023, Victory in 23. No, 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 I got more. I got more. Don't stop. Living free in 23. Right? We have all these fun sayings. And the reason I know all these is because I graduated in 2003. Some of us need to graduate in 23. You know? Like, we have all these fun sayings and we mean well right away we're just like oh man i'm gonna be living free in 23 debt free 23 like whatever free in 23 we get it they rhyme they rhyme and i spell victory with two e's because i want victory in 23 but what's greater is not victory through me but victory through he And the thing is, is that if I have victory through he, then my body be working. Then my mind be working. But here's the thing. Victory in me, it's working for me. Victory in he, it's working for he. I'm not putting my body and my mind to work for me. I'm putting it to work for him. For the king. And so this, th- this year, in Vision 2023, we aren't looking to rhyme or be poets. We don't want to know it. We don't want to blow it. We just want to have a flow of it in 23. Man, I should be, I should be a poet. <laughs> Thank you. Just don't grow it. I'm kidding. Okay. Woo. Lord, help me get back on track. Here's the thing. With the, with the new year, we, we have all this fun and all this glory. We, like, we celebrate into the new year. I want to someday in my future, I want to worship into the new year and preach into the new year. You know? But I got to stop putting winter retreat on New Year's Eve. You know? That's my fault. I'm sorry. So, like, yesterday, I don't know if you guys know this, but yesterday I got home, 
all the way from uh, 50th and University, which I haven't seen my home in three days, you know. I get home, and I pass out. Like, what was it, 2.30, I'm, I'm knocked out. I wake up at like 5.30, Lola's like, you better wake up, you're not going to sleep tonight. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'll sleep tonight. Nine o'clock rolls around, I'm passed out again, right? Ten o'clock rolls, rolls by, I'm hearing, woo way to go, yeah! Something's happening over at the church, are they drunk? <laughs> and then I remember, it's sober soldiers, no, we're good, you know? We're celebrating all this good stuff. Here's the thing, I don't want you to celebrate getting into the new year, making resolutions, because resolutions will stop before they start. See, I want you to make commitments to Jesus about what's going to happen through your life. But here's the thing, I want you to tell everyone around you what your commitment to Christ is, because without people around you supporting you, you won't ever do it. Now let me talk to those that are supporting people. Are you ready? Genesis 2.18 says this. Then the Lord God said, It is not good for a man to be alone. I will make him a helper who is just right for him. Now everybody's like, Oh, people get married. Yeah, you're right. They're getting married. See, God, God made a helper for Adam. And yeah, it was in the form of a woman. Okay, ladies, I could go there. I, I can. You know, it was real, real good. But here's the thing. Ladies, you were created to be helpers. You were. That's, I mean, literally, he saw that Adam needed a helper, and he created a woman. So behind every good man is an even better woman. But let me tell you something you better start being a better woman. You know, it, it hurts, but it's real. You got to be a better woman because you want a great man. And if you, you find a great man, then you found yourself in a better place. And men, you better start being better men. Because if you want a great woman, you got to be a better man. We should know this. Sober soldiers, there's an announcement I forgot this morning. Sober soldiers happens Tuesdays and Thursdays every week. You're trying to better yourself. You're trying to free yourself. You've been trying to free yourself since 2003. I went back there because it's three and free. Never mind. Here's the thing. We could all use help. We could all use help. My church, West Des Moines Open Bible Church, could use help. You want to see freedom come through this church in 23? Then we got to start helping. We got to start putting the hand to the plow. I know, that's the man's job. It's in the Bible, that's why I can say it. Yeah, but you know, in the Bible, in the Bible, let me talk to you, Didi. Can I talk to you? Didi, I'm getting on your level. I'm getting on your level. Didi, 23. Okay? It's the year of Didi. See, there's two of you, so it's Didi in 2023. Right, I love it. So let me talk to you. In the Bible, it doesn't say, hey, lady, put your hand to the plow. That's all. <laughs> no, but, but seriously, we are called as a people to put in the work. See, even though Martha goes to Jesus and goes, don't you see Mary at your feet? Like, eh. she's supposed to be working. 
Martha is, not Mary. Like, Jesus responds to her. She has found the better place for her. Yeah, for her. Martha, you already know your place. And it's the same thing with, it's the same thing with Adam. Adam, you need to till the ground. Wouldn't it be great, ladies, if you had a man to till the ground? So you could just hand it off and be like, you till it. I got other stuff to do. I got shopping. Some of y'all, some of y'all know. And men, wouldn't it be great if your woman was like, I want to till the ground. You go shopping. No. I don't want no Walmart. Like, Walmart, bad. Lola hates it when I go shopping because she gives me a list. I get everything on it. Man, that's good. You should write that down, Dee Dee. That's one of your stand. Man, my husband hates it when I go shopping. He gives me a list. I go get it, you know. There's no extra. But that's the reality. Like, God wanted us to have helpers. And you might be created different. Maybe you are created to plow, and your husband's created to do dishes. Okay, how many of y'all ladies are like, my husband does the dishes. Come on. How many of y'all ladies want a husband to do dishes? Okay. Put your hand down. Put your hand down. Man, we worked hard to get a dishwasher so I don't have to, okay? I mean, soon we'll have two of them. David's old enough, you know? In this church, in this church next week, you're going to have your pastor ask you to sign up and help. You know? I'm going to ask you to sign up to help because I can't do this by myself. Lola can't do this by, by herself. The people volunteering currently can't do this by ourselves. We want to see. Can I, can I give you a vision of mine for 2043? I don't know. I don't, I, I'm just making numbers up now. For 4043, how about, you know? I would love to see this church so thriving that 25 baptisms every Sunday is a reality. 25 people getting saved every Sunday is a reality. 25 people coming to Jesus every single day that haven't stepped in a church for 100 years, knowing Jesus walking out is, a, is something I vision. The Lord has put it on my heart to envision something on behalf of us as a community. Here's the thing. It will not come by just sitting on our butts and praying. Oops, sorry. Sitting on our rear ends and praying. In 2023, God is breaking free everything around us so that we can do the work he's called us to do because he's placed a purpose on us to be his helpers. And you might be saying, Ben, I see this scripture and I, I get that you're talking to me about being a helper, but literally what does this have to do with the corporate church? Let me tell you. It's not just you. It's the corporate church, right? Us, together, as a community. It says this in Ephesians 5.23. Oh, I'm going, to, I'm going to marriage talk. There's a marriage happening today. I'm excited. Hey, if you're in the back, you can come in. I just see you. I'm, thank you. I just think someone's back there. I love it. Um, it says this. It says, for a husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. Christ is the head of our church. Welcome. Sorry. I don't normally do that. I apologize. Welcome to West Des Moines Open Bible. If this is your first time, if this is your first time, 
I love you guys. Come on. Here's the thing. We read this scripture and we go, okay, so the head is the dad. The head is the husband. The head is this guy. He's got to do some things. We'll get into that later. But the reality is right here in this scripture, I don't want you to look at the husband as the head of the wife. I want you to look as Christ is the head of the church. Christ is the direction of the church. Christ is the guy who says, hey, I'm the head. The husband needs a helper. Just as Christ is the head of the church and Christ needs us to help him. And it's not because he needs us to, it's because he wants us to. That's why he's giving you a purpose. Because he wants you to have a purpose. Ben, I don't know my purpose. I don't know. I'll tell you what. There's a guy in this room who writes every morning. He writes every morning. And he posts on a Facebook page called Sober Soldiers. And I forget what it's called, but his name's Red. Left on Red. You want to know what he's doing? You know what he's doing? He's being used by God in his own personal space. The conviction he's had, he's writing something down and he's encouraging someone on the other side. If we had a left on red in our own lives that we left on red for somebody else, that would be amazing. Every single one of us. See, God is preparing a purpose for us. He's, he's choosing us to be purposeful together. He's calling on us because he's our head. And he says, hey, I need your help here on this planet. Because a lot of people don't look up to the stars and see my creation. A lot of people don't look to the mountains and see what I can do. People don't look at the aspect of grass when you bring it in close and you see a different aspect and you go, wow, how beautiful is grass? We see a great field of flowers and we go, oh, that's beautiful. Have you ever looked at that flower up close and seen the different perspective of how great that is? I mean, think about this. I know bugs are gross, but if you look, if you look closely at, at a fly's eye, do you know how glorious that can be? We use, we use the pattern of a fly's eye on a lot of things. I don't know, y'all look at the graphics every now and then behind the words of worship. What's that black graphic you are using? Can you throw that up? Just the graphic? I appreciate it. This is all, all on, uh, look at this. I was like thinking, man, that kind of looks like a fly's eye. Kind of. We didn't come up with that graphic. But someone was used by God to create that. Someone was used by God that said, they said, you know what, Ben? I want somebody to I'll help you worship a little different. Maybe it helps somebody worship better. Someone had the gift of God to go, what if there were thousands and thousands of boxes? Here's something. You take a look at this TV a little closer, and you're going to find thousands and thousands of dots. Because that's how it's put together. That's how it shows you an image. It doesn't take a bunch of streaks and create an image. It takes dots to create the image. What I'm asking for the next few weeks is, will you be a dot in this church? Because God's creating an image. See, we are the bride of Christ, you and I together. And I'm going to read a scripture in Ephesians 5 that talks about it. 5.25, starting there, it says, For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. 
he did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. Just as Christ loved the church. Just as. See, he's the head of the church. And just as he's the head of the church, just as he is the head. Husbands, love your wife just as. I mean, he's saying, hey, look at what I did. I'm, I'm representative. There's a, there's a parallel here of husbands and brides. There's a parallel of Christ and the body. Sorry, guys, you're a bride. You are. You're the bride of Christ. Men and women, you're the bride of Christ because he gave himself up for you. He's called you to be his helper. He's called you to be his. We are the bride of Christ because just as. You want to have a vision? I want to have a vision. This year's vision for me is I'm going to create a place for you and anyone who walks through those doors to live your purpose. I want to help you find your purpose. I want to help create in you a drive for that purpose. But I need help. I can't do it by myself. It's like I wanted to have a baby, so I decided to do it on my own. I don't know how much that worked. It didn't until I met my wonderful wife, and we were able to help each other. Uh, that got real graphic. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like, you need a helper to do the things in this world, the great things of this world. The miracles don't happen by yourself. They happen with partnership. See, 2023 isn't about me. That was good. Come on. 2023, I want you all to say it. 2023, not about me. 2023, it's about he. Yeah, I heard some of you. I'm not going to say the whole thing. I'm not going to be wrong. That's cheesy. 2023, cheesy. <laughs> it's going to come all year. All year. What else can I get through? I'm with three. Yeah. Anyway, she, my wife's telling me move on. I got to move on. This Helper, thank you. Ephesians 5, it this literally implies that church, we are the bride. We are the helper. We are called to do the work of the church. I'm not just saying going out on your own and doing what you want to do. I'm saying sometimes we got to do other things. Next week we're going to get into what that looks like. We're going to get into being a corporate church. There's a scripture that talks about it. But when I wake up in the morning, I want to ask one question. Lord, what you got on my list today? I know, I know in this thing, he's the husband and I'm the bride, but it's a honey-do list that turns around. Jesus, I want your honey-do list today. Jesus, I want to have your list of things I need to accomplish today. Jesus, I want to have your list of people I need to talk to today. Jesus, if you have me going out to Jethro's for lunch, I'm okay with that. Because I know some people that need to know you today. 
Jethro's 2023. Not Ryman. But the Lord wants you to ask him to show you what your purpose is for the day. I mean, start off there. Maybe you're like, man, I don't even know what I'm going to do tomorrow. Okay, don't worry about tomorrow. We got today. You got today. What are you doing after church? Somebody. Laundry. Lunch. Football. Celebrate recovery. Prelude. Wedding. Yeah, wedding. You know what I heard? What your plans are. You know, I'm thinking of a story in the Bible. I'm thinking of a story in the Bible where, where two men had a plan to go pray. And on their way to pray, God interrupts them. Are you open to the interruption of Jesus? Will you stop what you're doing to be late to where you're going just to see someone get up and walk? Will you stop what you're doing because of what God is throwing at you to see people find him? Will you stop what you're doing to be rejected by somebody who doesn't want to know him? Because half the time, that seed is greater than the seed of salvation because it had to start. Rejection shouldn't be something that we as a church fear together. Rejection should be something that we accept together. You're going through it. You've got pain. You've got sorrows. You've got trials and you just feel like you have nobody, it's because you're not going to somebody. We're a church. We're helping each other and Christ. Who you got? Wow, no one's got anybody. Who do you got? Yeah, some people got it. Who, who's in your corner? Who else? Don't give me the Bible answer. Come on. Come on. If you have a hard time coming up with who you got in your corner to do life with, to accomplish the vision and purpose of what God's doing, then we need to reevaluate what we got. If we're only calling out our household, we have not got anybody outside. You know what? I'm working on a guy. Can I, can I share this? Like, I'm, I'm working on a guy because I want a guy, when I go to dinner, that there's a waiter who's got my back. I want to go to that same hotel we were at because I want to know that I got a staff that I don't work with that's got my back. I want to go places knowing that they're going to help me, help me accomplish the greater purpose of the king even when they don't even know they believe. What are we doing as a church to create an environment where people walk in and they don't just feel like they're welcome, but they feel like you've got their back and know that you'll fail there. And they've got a backup to their, to their backup. You know? 2023, it's about victory. Victory doesn't come through me. Victory doesn't come through just one person. I'm going to invite the band up. God always gives me things I do not think I can handle. How many of you, that's your 2022? I was given so much that I didn't think I could handle. I mean, really. Those things come. 
You know, we have a guy who, who lost a son and a daughter-in-law, and his son is here, his other son, who lost a brother and a sister-in-law, practically lost his wife. We have another lady, young lady here, who's lost her husband. Did you ever imagine? Did you think about that day that you couldn't handle it? Because it's come for a lot of people. And the thing is, is that we're here for each other. It takes a little weight off. Doesn't make it stop being hard, but it sure makes it easier. You might have lost a dog, and it hurts. Don't come find me. I have no emotion except for anger and calm. Just kidding. Something. The Lord's working on me. Okay, Lord, compassion-y for 2023. Here's the thing. As the church and as we become greater helpers for God, we become greater helpers for each other. And in turn, if we love God that way and say, Lord, I love you. I want to spend time in your presence. But Lord, you put me to call. You put me to purpose. You put me to work. And in my work, I am with you. In my work, I am for you. In my work, I am all about you. Because it's your purpose, your call, your desire, your thought. If we're there, if we sit there, when someone comes to us with an issue, we become a, a helper. Because we know what it means to love God in a way we never knew before and to be his helper by loving people well. And I, I still hate that phone ringing. Um, just kidding. I'm messing. I'm messing. Oh, I should have known. But the thing is, is that as we say loving God and people well, we need to start bettering ourselves. Man, we made it. We love God and people well. No, you haven't. You, you're getting there. Like Didi says, it's a goal. But it's not where we're at currently loving God and people better. Lord, help me be better. Help me be better. Lord, I want to be free for eternity. That's a better rhyme. Victory for eternity. You and me, let's do this. Why plus, why plus 23? Why plus? Why would we add 23? Because we're the community. I even rhyme with community. Here's the thing. Next week, as a church, we get to be helpers for everyone in this room. We've got a TLC team, tender love and care of the building. You know, we tender love and care in this. We, we shampoo a cart, we get down with toothbrushes, ours mostly, and scrubbing. At least it's not the toilet. I can't tell you that Ann was using your toothbrush on the toilet yesterday, so I apologize. I don't know where she got it, but she's like, Tony's. 
No, I'm kidding. We don't use toothbrushes. But the vacuum, the scrub brush, the building could use your help. Children's crown kids, crown kids. We're raising up our kids to be warriors for the king, to have purpose and calling to feel worth for the king. Next week, you'll have an opportunity to sign up. We can help each other. It doesn't take a person to raise a kid. It takes a village. We need you. Hey, tech team. Tech team, maybe not on sound. We got sound pretty good. But maybe sound. If you are gifted in sound, there's going to be tech team. Sign up. We could use help with, you know, our live. We could use help with our computer. We could use help with everything. Maybe prayer. Don't, don't just be like, well, I can do prayer. I, can, I pray all the time. Don't just do that. Ask the Lord this next week. Ask the Lord, where can I serve? It might stretch you. Just because you don't know how to do it doesn't mean God's not going to prepare you to do it. You know? So maybe you're uncomfortable with prayer, and the Lord's like, I really, really, really want you to do prayer. Sign up for the prayer team. Because 2023, we're going to be a force to be reckoned with. We're going to make a dent in our city. And not just one of them tiny little scratch dents, but one of them, like, you open the door and you like, boom, boom, boom. Because every single month, we're going to make a dent in our city. You're hitting that car next to you. Not on purpose, but with force. Don't, don't go and do that. that I'm, that's spiritual talk. That's not physical talk. But I said, spiritually, make a dent in the next person's car door spiritually not physically do not come blame your pastor said pastor said make a dent I thought the best way to make a dent was hit him with my car pastor did not say that pastor did not say that but there's going to be opportunities and I want you to pray maybe you see a new opportunity maybe you're going man the opportunity the Lord has presented to me has not been presented to me through you or through this church. I want to create something new. I want to have something new. Because, you know, we have a food pantry out there. They could use some help. You could be the person that fills it up or, or comes in and goes through food and says, here you go. Maybe you're like, man, I really want to do clothing drives. You could be that person. You know, I totally forgot you didn't even have a song. That's all right. I like the noise. It makes things go down smoother. There's so many opportunities in this church to serve and to be served. Man, we, we really need like a hospital call team. People that, you know, maybe the pastor's really bad at it. I'm sorry. But you could be really good at it. And so when the pastor fails, you're like, the pastor's not failing because we're not failing. Or maybe, maybe you're really bad at something, but you can be like, you know what, I, we're, I'm not failing because we're not failing. It's because we're coming together. We're being helped. Cool? Man. Last thing. I got to do it. Maybe you're like, I don't even know what this whole church thing is about, but it sounds fun. It sounds good. It's not about us. It's not about the fun. It's not about the good. It's about Jesus died on the cross but he lived a life of complete devotion to his father for him and when he went to the cross when he went before the judge the judge found no guilt in him and handed him over to the people that 
wanted to hurt him. And because of that, they whipped him, they beat him, they spit on him, they mocked him, and right in front of him, they gambled for his clothing. Right in front of him. Right in front of him, he saw his mother, his best friend, and some other people crying out. Crying out for him. On that cross, as someone made fun of him, as someone persecuted him, he cried out in front of them in their language saying, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. About that Jesus. So I want to pray with you. Maybe you're saying, man, I don't even know. I want to pray with you, but with every head bowed, every eye closed in this moment. On that cross, there were two thieves behind him. One of them was saying, Father, remember me, forgive me. Remember me today. Forgive me, Father. I know I've sinned, Jesus. And the other one mocked that guy, saying, he can't even get himself off. Would you even get yourself off the cross? And Jesus said, no, there's a purpose behind this cross. I'm not doing it. It's the will of my Father. And after that, he says, you will be remembered in paradise to the one who said, forgive me. You're saying, I want to be that person. And I want to pray with you. As you ask Jesus to come live in your heart and take over your life. If that's you, will you be bold enough to raise your hand this morning? Maybe you're recommitting. Maybe you're saying, you know what, this life I've been living, I want that. If that's you too, raise your hand. I want to pray with you. Father, come into their life. Take over what's hurting. Take over what's bad. Take over what's good. And just breathe out of them. Lord, help them see the purpose that you've placed on their life. Help them see the call and the direction and the freedom that you've proclaimed over their life this year. Lord, let it not be a resolution, but let it be a life change. Let it be a lifestyle. Lord, you have called us to greatness, not through us, but for us through you. So Lord, let us be your greatness. Jesus, we love you. We thank you for everything this Amen. Wedding. Wedding time. Wedding time. I'm going to get rid of this.